What's going on, Uplanders? Welcome to the first episode of the Upland Property Experts Podcast, better known as the Upex Podcast. I'm too stupid to win, and I'm joined by everybody's favorite turtle, head of Team Turtle. Thank me later. What's up, Uplanders? Oh, oh, I get a cheer. Oh, for sure, my man. You you definitely oh. get a cheer. What's going on? Thank me later. <laughs> Not much, man. It's been a busy busy 10 days we got uh, the genesis podcast doing the genesis uh, event covering it's a it's an exciting day a very exciting day we've been trying to get this podcast together for a little bit a uh, little disclaimer about the podcast is upland is not responsible for any content or comments made on this episode or this podcast they're the sole discretion of myself and thank me later ah so as you said we got genesis week on our genesis podcast uh we have five contests uh they got pretty heated they were pretty fun (laughs) yeah say the least somewhere in controversy we had the genesis hut that was a tough one we really overthought that one (laughs) oh my god I'm, I'm retiring my puzzle-doing abilities. It was I, I was off looking at the nuclear laboratory that the Navy had over there on the southeast side. I'm like, yeah, it's got it's got to be the, the research lab that they did all the atomic testing at, and people were all over the place looking for that. Oh, yeah. I saw that. You were, you were really off. Way off. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like, Mother, child, family, bond. Like, I was still trying to think, you know, somewhere in there, uh, completely off. And then uh, you had the pinata contest. That was the definite, definite (laughs) contested one. Yeah. Yeah. I I really don't even know what to say about it. I think my lawyers are advising me to take the fifth. Yes, a lot, lot of accusations and speculations. We'll just uh, leave it at what it is. And uh, Mr. Lavix, Nipa, and uh, Zadigal kids, they uh, they took down the pinata scores there. Um, the Genesis Hunt was won by Luda Maniso, if I said that right. Sorry if I butcher your uh, username there. And then you had the Salesman of the Week. That went to Mr. Monopoly. That. That was pretty interesting. Uh, you were you were doing pretty well in that competition itself. Tell us a little more about that one. Yeah, so I mean, that's always an interesting one because really, at that point, unless you're like, oh, poor Dizzy, I will talk more about Dizzy later. I know, but like poor Dizzy selling a three point five million uh, iconic collection like twelve hours before that contest was brutal. Even worse um, than that, DB Cooper. Oh, it was DB. Sorry, he sold his, all DB. his iconics. All of his iconics. So he's been trying to sell those for like a month and a half now. They sell twelve hours before that contest. Um, Dizzy picked them up, I think. Did he? Oh, probably. Um, it, it really boiled down to unless somebody made a major sale like that. Um, and I'll be honest, I don't entirely know what uh, Mister Mister Monopoly sold there, but uh, you could essentially you figure you could buy that win. Um, you know, it was what, like 1.3 million. Uh, you pay 10% tax either way. So if you really wanted to buy that for, 
you know, entry into that would have cost you probably about 260 to 300,000 to secure it, um, in transferring funds, uh, depending on how you do it. You could probably get away cheaper. You could probably just do one transaction, but yeah, I don't think that's what Mr. Malopoli did, but you know, um, those, those kind of sales, those always are kind of weird. Cause it, again, if you can partner up with somebody, you could theoretically buy that win if you're willing to spend the FX. Yeah, Mr. Monopoly's always uh, been pretty liquid, so. Oh, yeah. never. I never count on Mr. Monopoly from anything. There's a, there's a couple players that you just, uh, you don't you don't ever count out. Now, I'll be honest, probably the next one that you're going to talk about, uh, well, which which one's the next one you talk about? I was going to go the hot inaugurals. I was going to save, okay. save, save the big one for last. <laughs> hot inaugurals. Um, Lou Danny Lou jumped Danny. out of the gate, man. He was he was just on fire. As soon as that was announced, he, he was knocking on doors, and he kept up on his offer. Yeah, unbelievable. Like, what a what a competitor. He was no holds bar. He knew what he wanted, and he went for it full tilt. Um, much respect uh, to Lou Daddy. Uh, I did sneak in um, a last-minute uh, deal with some of the, the OGs, hooked me up. To, to get me a, the collection myself. Um, however, that only gave me a, a 50% chance at an entry. Um, and obviously, um, at that point, I did not want to leave it to chance. Uh, so one of the last contests, which I'm guessing is going to be the next one you're talking about, is where I ended up getting my entry from. Uh, but also admit it, it was another collection. You wanted to go 22 for 22. Okay, I'm not going to lie. That was a pretty cool moment. Um, 22 for 22 was, was pretty cool. Uh, although obviously it got taken away. My coin was stripped of me and the record as if it never happened except for a screenshot. So ah, screenshots count. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. That brings us to the last con- contest that, that was wild right at the end. You and LH 337 were just going to town that, that was yeah. very interesting how it played out. Cause you had a couple of days to go to no Valley and, People were picking yeah. up property, picking up property, but then all of a sudden it just went crazy. Yeah. So it was a three day contest. Uh, day one started out pretty aggressively. Uh, Zydeco, Zendor um, went in for about like 30, 40 properties a piece. I went in about there in the middle. Um, we brokered a deal um, <laughs> where I'm not going to lie, I was like, guys, I will dump my bank. I don't care. Like I want, I need a full entry into this contest. Um, so I worked out a, a, a deal that was very profitable for them. Um, and I think fair in liquidating their assets. Um, and I was fairly confident I wasn't going to have much competition, but you never know. And I'll be honest, I did not see it coming from LH 337 again, incredibly impressed because uh, essentially 15 minutes beforehand, I had had all of my, so it was first place was LH337. I could go back and look at the numbers. I don't remember what they are on the top of my head. And then it was Zydeco, and then it was me, or it was me and then Zydeco. And I had queued up. I had agreed to buy all of his properties for um, a little bit of a profit uh, for him. And so I had all of my offers in his queue. And like 15 minutes before the thing ends, I'm like, okay, go accept. And so he's accepting all of them, right? I'm refreshing. I'm refreshing. They're coming in. 
And then all of a sudden I see LH337's number start going up. And I'm like, no, no, what the heck? Like I had coordinated this so perfectly. And so I freaked out. I just started buying literally any property in the neighborhood for like the last six minutes. It was just as soon as I could click another one, I was just buying it blindly. Like I was like, I'm not even looking at the numbers. Like my hands were sweaty. And I, I mean, I knew he was in the same boat. Um, super good guy. Congratulated me afterwards. Um, and a, and a DM, um, absolutely top notch competitor. Um, really glad, uh, that I, I got to go head to head. That was a really intense. I know a lot of people were probably watching the properties get minted, updating the challenge log. Like that was, that was a really intense moment. Yeah. That, that was wild to watch. It was just like, who's going to come out on top and you could watch to, and then you vote, you're watching the leaderboard and then you go back to watching the properties be minted on the screen, then back to the leaderboard. <laughs> it's like, where's this going to end? That, that had to be the best challenge that we've had so far. I mean, the Easter egg, the Easter hunt for New York was fun, but man, that, that, in my opinion, this one topped it. Yeah. Unbelievable. We could, I'll be honest. No, my number one still is uh, curators versus uh, burglars. Uh, the amount of dedication to creating uh, those monuments, the little uh, collectibles and stuff, just A-plus from the art team. But this was really fun. It was a great week of events. Um, and, yeah, the, the occupying No Valley was uh, definitely interesting. So we had the five events, and it put you in the running for the Genesis property, the first property ever minted in Upland. And, uh, yeah, Nipa won that. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. Nipa ended up winning. It was pretty devastating. Um, I, it was, um, I don't even remember the order. I came in third. Um, I, I don't know. Fourth. I came in fourth. No, it I went, uh, it. Nipa, Luda Meniso, uh, thank me later, Mr. Monopoly and the Lou daddy. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 yeah so I got a fortunate break for Lou daddy on that one. Um, um, but yeah, so I, that was in theory. It, I mean, the, the, that's it. The Genesis property, um, NEPA was the rightful owner. Um, again, whether or not you know, your pinata opinions aside, he won fair and square. Um, now I'm not going to lie. I obviously wasn't going to let that sit. Um, so I immediately began negotiation. I would assume that several people reached out to him, um, uh, about that particular property. Now what's interesting about it. So after, um, the, the, the kind of the contest and everything, they added a new icon to it, which is fascinating. Um, the Genesis property, it's like a gold icon, uh, very cool. Um, yeah, if you haven't seen that, you got to go over to what is that? 1829 Jefferson Street. 1829 Jefferson Street. And yeah, turn, come give me it. Oh, and turn you know on, what? I got to turn on your little icon so you can see this Genesis, Genesis property icon that they developed for it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So I immediately was started negotiation. Interesting thing. It don't it earns zero upex. <laughs> it's I think it's the only property in the game that actually earns no interest. Like you get, you, there's no interest. It's uh, it is also, yeah, it doesn't earn any money. property. Yeah. You can't put a price on it. I bet you nobody can walk you off this property on a sales price. 
No, no, no. There's no, there's no price that, uh, there's no sane price that would walk me off of this property at this point. Uh, it was very important for me. Um, there's, I know that there was a couple other people that were probably vying for it. Um, and Nipa's a great guy. Uh, I've shared a lot of conversations with him. We're, we're actually really good friends. I'm going to pair up with him and do some, some blogs and stuff in the, in the near future. Um, but like, it was really important to me that, that, you know, somebody who got it was going to make it a memorial to, uh, you know, the history of Upland and, you know, the, this game. And so that's, that's only what I plan on doing. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. Uh, Genesis block is sold out. Um, and so, yeah, come get a give it a visit. And once property development starts, I'm sure I'll find something interesting to do with it. Maybe a, a cafe or a, maybe just a park with some golden llama statues. I was going to say Upland CD should get on uh, designing some golden llama statues for uh, property development. Yeah, no, if that doesn't happen, I'll be sad. Like, I want llama fountains and llama shrubbery, and yes. So, if that craziness wasn't enough, all of a sudden you wake up one morning and they drop these Genesis rings on us. They ended up... Oh, yeah. The middle of the week, too. Like, out of nowhere. In the middle of the week, out of nowhere, they're like, hey, and this is the first time Upland's done anything to encourage you to buy Upix. First thing, so yeah. they had 15, 15 rings for four hundred bucks, five rings for a thousand bucks, and they had a solo ring for three thousand dollars. Bright golden ring, so golden ring, red ring, and uh, what blue? Yep, was blue the fifteen? Gorgeous, just absolutely like the 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 pixel art on it was was insane it looks so cool they, they look so cool i'm sure you can see them floating around so a couple people have them on yeah and uh and i was sitting there debating about about things and all of a sudden i'm like which one do i want and all of a sudden the three million up x ring was gone and everybody <laughs> was like who did it who did it <laughs> yeah right and it was, uh, don't look at me. I wasn't even awake. I wasn't even awake. Don't you can't look at me. I did look at you. I hit you up right away. <laughs> I was like, was it you? <laughs> You're like, what are you talking about? And, uh, yeah, about that time, everybody found out it was dizzy. Living up to his name. Cause I was dizzy after looking at his net worth. That's for sure. Yeah. So that, that, that was part of his, uh, Coming out, I mean, he, he hit us up, you know, winning that, uh, he took the largest SFO block, he came out throwing, throwing down some cash there and grabbed the largest SFO parcel, uh, he ended That's up right. winning the first New York City parcel over there at JFK, he did a hell yep. of a job in that treasure hunt, and he, uh, that, that last day, the, the tier four was still available, he found that tier five, and he snatched both of them up, got the JFK property, but then he just took it to a whole nother level. He loved the game, and Genesis Week came around, and he took it to a whole nother level. He bought up uh, Iconic Collection. He bought up the Curator Collection and had that nice, big, shiny ring floating around the screen. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, I'm glad that I wasn't awake because that would have given me, like, anxiety just like debating on it so i'm glad when i woke up it was already gone i had a little of that anxiety 
do I do it? Do I not? Do I do it? Do I not? And it was gone. Yeah. Yeah. Dizzy. Dizzy made me dizzy with, I mean, just crush it. 36 million um, net worth. I don't even want to know what he earns a month now. Um, he's got some insane collections. He's well situated for um, New York and uh, transit or, you know, having massive airport uh, presence. Um, and then, then, uh, you know, it, obviously that there, you started chumming the water to find these, uh, find these whales and sharks, man. Noise. <laughs> I can't, I, I don't have the act. I can't say, it. Let, let, um, let's hear noise, noise to meet you. I don't know if he's from Boston, noise. New York or Jersey, but it, it's somewhere East coast for sure. Yeah. He comes like completely unknown new player to the scene drops 26 grand to get 26 million up X and just goes on a, you know, pretty woman shopping spree, just buying up all kinds of insanity. Um, I, I'm pretty sure he's the reason Seacliff sold out because oh, yeah. we were chatting and then he's just like, oh, Seacliff is good? I guess I'll buy 60, like actually. Like he sent his screenshot of his map. He gets 60 Seacliff properties because he can. Um and uh, what's the name? Of, what's the one that he bought? The seven million, the biggest, the biggest purchase that I know of um, in the game so far. Yeah, he bought three hundred one Van Ness Avenue. It's uh, right across the street from City Hall. It's the um, it has the Herbst Theater and the War Memorial Opera House housed in it. But it was like seven point four million dollars. He this this is ridiculous. He earns. Two hundred and ninety-one thousand three hundred and sixty-three opics and seven cents a month yeah. on this property. No, it's almost ten thousand a day. Yeah, it's crazy. When you thought the week couldn't get crazier, for, first you had dizzy, then you had noise to come <laughs> to just come in and just blow it up and. He also picked up the curator collection too, unminted. He's rolling in yeah. monthly up X. Yeah, I mean the curator with that three X um, dividends is absolutely insane. Um, they did release twelve new ones uh, a couple months back, I guess. Uh, and yeah, now there's two left. It takes three to complete the collection. So uh, unminted curator is no longer obtainable um, unless they, they launch more museums, which I'm pretty sure they said they weren't. I'm pretty sure they said that that was the last batch um, that they were going to release. Um, so yeah, kudos to those pickups. I mean, that's huge. The three X revenue is, is the best multiplier in the game. And even via their white paper is the highest that they're going to go. So, I mean, between the two of them, that's sixty-two million upex net worth. That's crazy. That's crazy. Considering what uh, just a week ago, Kent or is it Kent? I always mix up Kent and Kenny. I'm sorry, guys. I know you're nothing alike, and you have very different portfolios. I, but in my mind, I, I have a problem with names sometimes. Um, who had uh, it was uh, sitting at like twenty-four million, like just a week ago. That was like. 
And that was like the pinnacle. And it was like, even just two weeks ago, 20 million was, was the pinnacle. And now it's just like, you're not even playing until you're at 25 now. Like what? Yeah. You cross the 20 million mark first. Kent was hanging out there just below it. And then he jumped you. And then, yeah. And then dizzy and uh dizzy and noise just blew everybody out of the water. Yeah. They're like, we'll show you what a whale looks like. like All right. I see you. Like they're, they're definitely uh, forces to be reckoned with. They obviously see the, the vision in the game, which is awesome. I mean, that's what we want to see. We want to see those, those big whales turning out because they're going to, you know, help drive the game and help drive the economy and get the excitement. I mean, everyone was just blown away. I mean, you see those kind of purchases. I mean, that, that gets you excited. Like, and if you're one of the other whales, you kind of, you start getting a lot of FOMO. <laughs> there was a lot of FOMO this week for sure. Yeah. I got a little FOMO. <laughs> oh my gosh. And that's the interesting part because we've always talked about when the whales start coming and buying up these large lots. Now your large lots are left in the financial district. You only have the, the big lots in the financial district. There are some iconic properties that are out there that have not been uh, made available for purchase yet. But there's you, you're not getting the 3X. That That's really where I'm going. You're not getting the 3X. The curator collection's better than the financial district by a little bit, but you still got some properties, some whales can move on. And uh, if we continue on this path and more and more people see the vision and continue to look at this game in the macro versus the micro that a lot of people get caught up in from time to time, it's going to be huge. And there's going to be a lot of money moving around and we haven't even got to property development or businesses. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the, I mean, yeah, I would agree. Financial district sells some really juicy properties. You can start speculating on, you know, what the property development for areas like the financial district, if there's going to be, you know, more leniency towards banking there, et cetera. Uh, but even like, honestly, the airports haven't sold out, which I know the hype on them has kind of gone down because there was a bunch around their releases and then uh, JFK opening up and it's kind of died down and they haven't really given a lot more content on that. But Mark my words, those are going to be very important to the game. I can, I can picture it now. Um, you know, those are going to be very profitable. And once they start opening up, I think the rest of those will sell out. Um, and I think there's only like three left in SFO unminted. Um, and JFK hasn't been fully released yet. So I'm not as worried about that, but SFO is going to be a hub. And I think there's probably three, maybe four unminted left. Um, in the last terminal they just launched. Uh, and then International, of course, which hasn't been released at all yet. Yeah, I was going to say, the yeah. International hasn't been released at all. JFK has, if you look in the real world, JFK has nine terminals attached to it. Yeah, I'll be curious, again, because they don't, I mean, at that point, especially considering that the flights, uh, like, move and travel is based on uh, up squared. So, like, the size of your lot is going to determine how many visitors you can have. If you flood, like, JFK is a secondary uh, place with nine terminals full of it, then uh, I just don't know that there'll be enough demand to support it. So, maybe they'll release it based on demand. I, I don't know. Yeah. And then, of course, Dizzy buys up the biggest property in SFO. Yeah. So. Yep. Biggest. He's, he's got the biggest. Uh, airport spot for sure, which means he's going to have that that particular terminal 
uh, will have uh, the most visitors allowed. I'm, I was curious. Well, I used to have three. I, I obviously have, I'm a big fan of ones. Uh, and I had all three of uh, the, the first terminals in, in terminal one, two, and three. And I sold one of them because I wanted to get into New York. Um, I was curious. I, I didn't do the math on the number of the up at uh, UP2 on those terminals versus his, but his, it's gorgeous. It's huge. And they haven't talked about property development on that. I'm curious what, if anything, will be allowed to be developed on the airport because that could be really fascinating as well. Yeah, that, I don't think anybody's brought it up. So, Iden, Dirk, if you're listening, what's up with airport property development? Yeah. Yeah, Disney property put, was 652 up to. Yeah. Can you put a nursery on it? <laughs> Build, can you start... <laughs> start having Christmas trees and his, uh, in his airport. Who knows, but that's a lot of visitors he can have. <laughs> yeah. Consider it too. Oh yeah. There's no way. My other ones were like 120 or something. That's huge. Six, I did not realize it was that big. That's ridiculous. That's, that's ridiculous. Look, anytime Dizzy makes a move, everybody pays attention. Yeah, no. Disney is an earth mover, that's for sure. Like, he, every time he makes a move, it's like an earthquake in, in SF. Like, everyone's looking like the game isn't the same after he's played his part. Like, it's that's just how it's been. It's, it's crazy. And he's so low-key about it, too. Like, that's what's, that's what's amazing to me. Like, you don't see him uh, much in chats. He's a very private guy. I know he's got a very busy life and he's just low key. Just like, Oh yeah, let me just change the game forever. Like this is how you do this. It's very impressive to watch. Yeah. Him and nice having having the understanding of the vision really helps the game too. And, and then it encourages other people to open up their books a little more. Oh yeah. I mean, again, it creates that like, okay, no one, you know, it's always scary to be the first one. You're like, well, are other people going to invest? Like, is, is this really a thing? Like, then you see some other people and you're like, okay, you get more confident. And I mean, rightfully so. I mean, I know we're not going to go into it a lot in this podcast, but like the roadmap, the property development, uh, the things that are coming, like I was already excited for this game, but that property development roadmap, the neighborhood development roadmap, oh, blew my mind. Like I was literally shaking. I was so excited after reading it, like crazy cool stuff happening. I read it really quick just so I could get the download and jump in discord to talk to people about it. (laughs) But then I had to go back and read it and read it again. I I read it a few times and it just, I picked up little more nuances each time. It just, I wasn't expecting this from a roadmap. I was figuring it'd be a little more vague, but it was just where they're going with it and they've delivered on everything that they said they're going to deliver on. So that development team's amazing. And I love these mini shots. You're not waiting for these big, big changes. They, they keep hitting you with these little things and they've delivered yeah. on everything. Yeah, no, I definitely appreciate their agile development. So from a software perspective, like the fact that they, they follow agile development and they're, they're releasing things, you know, probably every sprint or two, depending on their cycles. Like that's very impressive. Um, 
And, you know, I, I will also say, like, for all those listening, like, when things get released, it's not always perfect, but this team, like, if you've been around for a while, it's really interesting, like, the treasure hunts, and I'm, I won't go into it here, but, like, people have, you know, their griefs of it. I was talking to, to Nice, actually, about it. Noise. I'm never going to say his name right. And he and I was like, you know, there, there didn't used to be cool down, and there was all these things. You're like, wait, what? There was, I was like, yeah, like that's a new feature based on feedback. Like there used to be all kinds of things. The treasure hunt used to be won in like less than five seconds by the same four people. Like now, at least you have to like coordinate and do other things. There's cooldowns. There's all kinds of stuff. So um, people need to appreciate this is an evolving game. You're in the ground floor. You're in the Genesis. Like, like this is still the Genesis period of this game. Um, it's very exciting. And I think we miss it from time to time because you jump in your app store and you download a game and you want it to be perfect. But I've never seen a game with a white paper before. And yeah. Then, and then I've never seen a white paper like that before about a game. And it just blew my mind. And for for a team that has the developers or or the heads of the company being that interactive with the with the users and taking their feedback and putting it into the game you know it, it might not have been on their on their mind they might not have thought of it and then they're like oh that's awesome and they incorporate it where do you get yeah. that no it's it's very rare and i mean yeah it's really impressive and another thing that was announced uh the the UCN uh which again, like that's going to be an opportunity for us. Hopefully touch wood, everybody, there's not a voting system, but if there was go vote for this podcast to be in the UCN, um, the upland contribution con- contributor network. I can say that, um, you know, they're the developers and the founders have said, you know, they're going to allow themselves to be interviewed. So, you know, that would be an amazing podcast. I mean, the people behind this game, they're brilliant. Like, I've had the, I've been privileged enough to talk uh, one-on-one with most of them um, about different things and how they view the game and their strategies and like, uh, you know, what they want to see happen. And these are some really smart people. um, And I have a lot of trust in them and the development team to deliver on everything that they're promising to the team, to the community. And even, you know, we'll we'll touch a little bit on this, but, I mean, even from the Ask Me Anything, they, their biggest focus is the stability of the economy. They're not going to say there's going to be X amount of this business license. They're going to release some, see how it goes, and they're going to look at the stability. And they mentioned it over and over again about the community, what the community wants, what the community needs, how the community responds. So they're, they're about the community, and they're about keeping the stability of the economy. They're not going to do things to crash the economy. They want this to be... Uh, a self-sufficient economy. And they said at some point in time, there's going to be things being put into the game that they might not be aware of right away, just because they envision it being so big and so many things going on. It's just, they got the big picture and it blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. I I cannot wait to see all the things. Um, And again, I I know there's a lot of people who worry about the, the economy of inflation and, and all this stuff. And I go, I, I don't know. I'm not an economics major, uh, but these guys are <laughs> like, uh, they have a PhD in it. So I trust that they, they know what they're talking about. 
Um, and honestly, like from what I've seen, I, I think it's very balanced. Um, yes. I mean, we've seen the statistics on things like the treasure hunts, which seem very unbalanced, um, to some degree. Uh, but again, this is small potatoes in the, in the scope of this game. It's, it's really small potatoes. Um, and I know it's frustrating for players who can't actively participate as much as they want. Um, but like, there's a bigger, there's a bigger vision here. And that's what, that's what the team is executing against. And if you haven't seen Upland data on Twitter, they've put together some, uh, two nice little videos so far. So go check out Upland data. Uh, they have their channel up on YouTube. Give them a follow on Twitter. They put some very nice, hmm. uh, I heard about that. I, I got to go check them out. Yeah. They, they did the, um, most properties, uh, most uh, net worth. Uh, today they released all the treasure hunts. Uh, they populated it over time. So pretty cool oh, stuff they're doing. Them? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Now I got to check that out. I'm, I like numbers. I'm a numbers guy. So. And then it, if what was going on in the Genesis week was not enough, they dropped that roadmap on us. Now, China. That roadmap. China's been pushing for Alamo Square in the community before this roadmap was even dropped, before the discussion about neighborhoods. He sent, he posted a picture a little bit ago when he first started reaching out. He reached out to some players and said, hey, I want to develop a community around Alamo Square. And we started filling it in. And it sold out pretty quick. But Yeah. No, you want to talk Illuminati. Uh, Chuck. Choyna, I think he's either a psychic in the Illuminati something because, man, he's had this vision. He's had this passion. Um, and, yeah, and then it's it's completely backed against uh, kind of where the game is headed, the, the whole neighborhood thing, um, the property development and creating essentially community-based collections. Um, yeah, I mean, Alamo Square sold out within hours, I think, of that, of those announcements. Um, I mean, it was already pretty packed um, just from his, uh, you know, kind of personal uh, pounding the pavement and, and getting people to see his vision of creating, like, this community um, of, you know, players and, you know, having a place for people to have their homes and things. And, uh, yeah. Whew. Alamo Square. Good luck. I think... Uh, the last I checked, there was some there for like seventy thousand. I have like a couple sets up for like a hundred thousand a piece, but it is it's an expensive neighborhood now. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's we're going to be really exciting. And stay tuned throughout the broadcast because we do have a big announcement, a giveaway, a contest, if you want to call it, relating to Alamo Square. So, I'll give that's you that right. little teaser. Teaser, no, no spoilers, but related to Alamo Square. That's right. That's going to be, that is pretty exciting. I, you've been coordinating that. That's the thing. So I'll say this. If you're playing Upland by yourself and you're not finding it very fun, it's because it's a community game. Join the discords, um, join Telegram, join, just join the community talk with the fellow Uplanders. Um, there's a lot of really fun stuff happening uh, outside the game um, and inside the game, coordinating those things. So 
join a community, uh, be a part of the discussion, make some friends. I mean, I have uh, made so many friends now um, in the game. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, and so for me, like that's probably where I spend the majority of my time related to Upland is with the community and talking strategy and, you know, Oh my gosh, did you see this cool property or, Oh my, can you believe so-and-so bought this? And, Oh, this is so cool. You got to check this out. What's the next up and coming place? You know, have you guys seen Mint Hill? <laughs> like, okay, let's go check it out. Like, all right, cool. And, that was just a start. So then the roadmap came out and they started talking about neighborhoods and talking about that community. All of a sudden uh, channels were starting to be created in, in discord for the different communities in San Francisco. <laughs> then you have people jumping in and shilling for each, for each area. And then it went crazy. Yeah. It went absolutely crazy. There was just runs all over the place. <laughs> Alamo Square, Seacliff, um, Lakeside. Lakeside. Bibbing. Bibbing owned this whole, like, country club area. And, uh, yeah, so if you haven't checked it out, check out Discord. The, the um, Upland fan server has, a, has a individual channels for all of these different neighborhoods with essentially unofficial mayors who just help kind of hype up their neighborhood or and, you know, just monitor the chat. And Bibbing owns uh, like 400 of his 500 properties around this country club. And, but like, it's a fairly big neighborhood. It's, it's actually huge, lots of properties. And man, I tell you what, the last hundred of those properties, it was amazing to just see how fast they went. Uh, it, it, it was so much fun. Um, everyone was just like warping there. You just see it was by, it was like, what you were there. Lou daddy was there. I was there. Like everyone's just like buying, like you just see the countdown of like how many properties are left, like in the discord. Oh, it was a blast. I'd get a property. Right. I'd go to buy the next property, but it was unavailable and find out that Lou daddy <laughs> grabbed it or you grabbed it. And I bet you guys were like, Damn it. like it was so much fun. Like, yeah, I, I can't believe like we, we sold out so many properties. I'd be really curious. Like, how many properties have been sold in the last, like say 10 days. Cause I mean, every it's, it's literally, okay, pick a neighborhood and like, okay, we all focus on it because we go, okay, what are we going to use it for? Oh, uh, what was the one, what's the one, uh, June, June and, uh, Zydeco. What, um, Park Merced. Park Mer- I always mix those up. Park Merced. Go check that out. Utah. It, it was recently launched. So, uh, and I, I know this probably running close to time on this, but oh, we got about re- 20 minutes for an hour. So we're good. Oh, really? All right. So we got, uh, they recently opened up the property limit. So for the most part, you couldn't buy anything that was higher than, uh, a thousand, uh, up squares. Um, that was kind of the max limit for a while. And they said there were some technical things. I don't know the whole, whole thing. Recently, like in the past couple of weeks, they all of a sudden opened up a bunch of properties um, from a thousand to uh, five thousand uh, up square, and so uh, that Park Mercer had these massive lots. I think it's either like a university. I think uh, there's uh, just a bunch a, of UPS. There's like six or seven UPS warehouses in that area. Oh, is that what it is? 
but yeah, there's a university block. shipping industrial stuff. Yeah, these these gorgeous huge lots which are going to be primed for, for massive property development. And, uh, yeah, like again, another big area. I mean, these are all like, I don't know, 7,500,000 Upex properties that sold out in like 12 hours. <laughs> like, it was like, what the heck is going on? It was crazy. I went to bed that night. I had FOMO going on and I said, yeah, I can afford a couple of those, but I got to go to bed. I'll wake up in the morning. I'll pick up whatever's there. I woke up. They were all gone. I had to hit up Blue Daddy. Be like, yo, man, hook a brother up. <laughs> you got it. Hey, you, got, you got any of that Park Mercer? You got any of that Park Mercer, man? Just need a little bit. <laughs> Just one piece. He's like, let me see what I can do for you, brother. Well, man, one piece ain't going to be enough. You're not even gonna, If it hits collection status, no collection only has one. Yeah. But I got a piece. I think I. I can't remember if I have two or three. I got I got two big ones, but they're really awkwardly shaped. So, it's going to be interesting. But that was just chaos. the The whole week was chaos. The way that they dropped the rings, the way that players came in with the money, the the roadmap with with the neighborhoods. Everybody was like, the neighborhood development is coming tomorrow, so you got to jump in. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's interesting. Cause I mean, a couple of weeks back, they, they obviously, they announced their partnership with Linden labs, which is, is huge for the Fiat out, but it wasn't Fiat out. Like they, it's not here yet, but the, the partnership is announced. Um, I would expect it, you know, fairly, you know, in the, in the short term that that's going to happen. And, um, and Tilla, Tilla's licensed in all 50 states, so that just advanced the whole fiat out aspect of it. They don't have to go and register with each state. They don't have to go through that legal process. So that just advanced the game. I think Dirk said two or three years it would take them to actually get the licenses themselves. Yeah, no, absolutely strategic play. Um, I was really worried, honestly, with you know everything that's happening around the globe and you know just you know, the, the financials and government and all that. I was like, man, they're never going to get anything through. No one's, no one's listening. No one, no one's going to listen to, Oh, let's get regulation on this game. But partnering with London labs just cuts all that out. Like, cool. We already did all the legwork. It's already here for you. We have a platform. It's literally designed for this. And they're one of the first people to use it. It's going to be an amazing, I can't wait to see it launched, but my, I guess my, my thing there was like, that was big, but then, it, you know, there was some hype around it, but it didn't drive it. Genesis week, everything that they've done, huge. What do you think is going to be next? Like, what's what's the next hype event? All right, the next hype event is going to be the release of Manhattan. Um, and they, they even said that, you know, they are watching and monitoring the cheaper properties. So the new players coming in, they usually meant the sub 3,000 properties. They said that they're looking at maybe even places just south of San Francisco where it's cheaper to open up. It, it just really depends on where they're at with the Manhattan development, it sounds like. So that, that's going to be the big hype is getting the yeah. Manhattan properties and the way that opens up. Yeah, it's interesting because, and, and I mean, again, I don't know that, that we want to dive too much into it today, but like, okay, so they open up, say, a thousand new properties south 
10,000 new properties even, and they're all cheap. They're all, you know, a thousand, 1500. Well, like there's a bunch of whales that want a bunch of properties. Like what, why wouldn't they just go buy them all? (laughs) Like, I'm curious, like, and this is coming from the current, uh, you know, humble brag, most properties owned in the game. Like, why wouldn't I go snatch up a bunch of thousand up X properties? Like I, I just go buy a hundred of them tomorrow. Like I go buy a thousand of them tomorrow. Like, I mean, cause they're going to increase in value and it's easy for me to do, you know, a bunch of little flips as, as it is to sell a big thing. So I'm curious how they're going to, to manage that. Um, especially once there's a lot more whales in the game. And there's been a lot in the suggestions, but um, curious. Hit us up on Discord. What's your thoughts? Um, I'd be interested to know what the, the community thinks. But. Yeah, that that would be the interesting. Now that that was a disappointing thing was hearing that Manhattan was coming before property development, but still good. Yeah, honestly, I think um, based on like the way that they were interacting during the Ask Me Anything, if you haven't seen it go check it out. They posted the YouTube video. Um, very cool stuff. I think the, um, the accelerated buying of San Francisco is kind of pushing them. New York has probably been done and dusted. Like they probably are, they're sitting there just waiting. And I mean, you, you can hear them talking about there's certain thresholds they're waiting for, uh, cause they don't want to flood the market with availability. Um, and you know, they're, they're balancing supply and demand. But now that I think, that they're seeing a, a bigger ramp up than they may have been expecting, which is going to cause them to release New York sooner than they were probably expecting, which then puts it on the timeline before um, the the property development, which is why they were like, yeah, 99%, but you never know what happens. Like, cause they, they, again, very agile. Um, things are modular. They can move them around as needed. Everything is to protect the economy. Like that's, Everything you do has to protect the economy. So, and Manhattan's like half the size of San Francisco. San Francisco is somewhere around forty-seven, forty-eight uh, miles squared, and Manhattan's only twenty-two, twenty-three miles squared. So it, it's half the size. So they they said it's going to roll out vanilla, but it's not going to take as long as San Francisco either. And well, and I don't think they're going to roll out all of Manhattan. I think they'll they'll roll out like two or three neighborhoods at a time. Like that's my, like there's no way they're rolling out all of New York. They've, they've said that they're not going to roll it all out at once. It's going to be waves just like they're doing with the airports. Yeah. Cause like, so you're going to have like, Hey, this is the Soho release. Like it's okay. Go. It's Soho in New York. Somo. Yeah, they got all those is. fancy neighborhoods, Brooklyn. They'll be like, we're going to release Brooklyn. I know Brooklyn. So, uh, this is the Queens release. There we go. I know some other cities. Like, and then that'll be, you know, okay, go buy those, those properties. Um, but I don't, I don't think it's going to be the entire New York at once. Um, I think they'll do it in phases. Um, and then they'll probably, what, and we, we didn't prep on this, but what is with that other Northern Island? I, I think I saw you up there today. Uh, yeah, everybody's been floating up there. Uh, there's some sort of surprise. They're not saying anything. They're just keeping us, keeping us in the dark. 
Uh, everybody's been floating there, and then you get up there, and then you sit there for a while, and then you finally leave. I don't know what's going on. What if what if they launched, and this, this is going to be a pure speculative, 100% speculative, asterisks, thank me laters, you know, crazy thought. Like, what if they do, because they, they also launched um, the, you know, the different levels, so uh, visitor, uplander, pro, and director. Um, and so what if there's like different areas? So like only visitors and uplanders like can buy in the low, like the lower region, like unminted, you can only like, there's a, there's a threshold. And once you get to a certain, you can, you can only buy, um, you can't buy there anymore. But then on the top end, cause then you, you, you'd have, well, they're like, what? That's so unfair. But then maybe they have exclusive neighborhoods that are like, this is, in order to buy unminted, it's directors only. Yeah, that's a great idea. Need to throw that up in the uh, features request. Yeah, I literally just saw that. Because <laughs> if you listen to the AMA, he was very cautious to be like, no, no, no. They're, you know, the South, we're going to have some cheaper properties. Like, no, the up North is a special surprise. So I'm curious what they're going to do with that, for sure. Very interesting, that surprise. And I, I've done a little forward-looking. Forward-looking. Oh. Little feedback there. Sorry, uh, forward looking at the at New York itself. Manhattan's twenty three square miles. You know, once they release the Queens at one hundred and eight square miles, it, there's a it's over three hundred square miles of the five boroughs of New York City. So there's plenty of time there for them to develop all kinds of stuff in New York itself. And it's going to be interesting to see how San Francisco continues to develop and whatever surprise they have to the north. Hopefully you get that uh, request in the feature comments of based off your level is where you can buy as these cheap properties because I'm a slumlord. Uh, I like picking up the cheap properties because I believe in the valuation two, three, five years down the road. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think I will put it up there. I mean, obviously you still have the same multi-accounter issue where somebody gets quote unquote a mini account and, they use it to, to kind of manipulate and buy those and then sell them to themselves. However, that's what Alcatraz is for. Um, hashtag wall of shame. Um, don't be those people. Like, just don't do it. Um, but yeah. So, yeah, I'll put, I'm going to put that up in the, in the Discord now, actually. But, uh, yeah, very exciting stuff. Yeah. And the biggest thing, as Take Me Later said, is this is about the community. Get on Discord. Start talking to people, have fun, learn. There's plenty of resources and more and more content is being developed here uh, by the day. So there, there's a lot of people that are willing to help and and it goes far. Yeah, yeah. Do do your research, join the communities, um, talk with people ton, Yeah, every day. Uh, I'm seeing like it used to be like maybe once a week somebody would put out content. I'm seeing two a day now. Um, just out of nowhere, of like people publishing content, whether it's Upland Central uh, or, or any of the other people, I can't think of it now. I feel bad. Uh, give a shout out to like uh, Becky, who's who's publishing for the first time, and uh, so uh, like you said, the what's it Upland? What's the one? What's the Twitter I have to check Upland, out? Now? Upland Data. Upland Data. Yeah, super cool stuff. Um, lots of. Lots of really fun community stuff happening. So check it out. 
um, join the team, join the community. And one of the best things about Discord is Fisher King. He has some graphics. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my god, dude! Ninety three Saturn. Like I, that will be. Is it, that's the that's the address, right? Yeah, ninety three Saturn. It's got that roof that's bouncing with a house full of oh crowd of people. <laughs> yeah. So we have this like bag channel where like you know you can put like hey come visit me and you know for a visitor fee. But man, Kingfisher, shout out ninety three Saturn. Go give it a visit. Give him your give him a hundred upx because that dude has put in some effort in his graphics. There's so much fun. He's got thematic parties. I really want to see. I will personally sponsor his house when property development comes out because I want to see the house parties he throws because uh, dude is awesome. Uh, <laughs> it's just and again, like he was he got to Uplander by doing that. Like he didn't. I don't think he bought any upx. He literally just created content and was a part of the community and was a very positive element. And I visited him probably five or six times that one day to get him to, to help him get to Uplander. Like it was awesome. Yeah. He put together like four completely different flyers. It, I was impressed. Yeah. Shout out 93 Saturn. I bought out the rest of that block just so that way the neighbors didn't complain about the noise. Um, Dude, I own 69 Saturn. Oh, look at you. Oh, that, that's oh, part of you. that collection. Yeah, yeah, it is. So go check it out. That's super cool. I, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> that guy makes me happy. His posters make me happy. All right. We got a couple minutes left in the show. Uh, our, big, our big giveaway. Choyna uh, came up with it, and, and he wanted, since Alamo Square was sold out, he said, why don't we do something to help promote the show, help promote a couple other people? Uh, he was willing to give up an Alamo square property. So I ponied one up. I reached out to a couple of two other players and, and they ponied up a property also. So we're going to be giving away four Alamo square properties and it's pretty simple to enter this contest. All you have to do is give us a follow on Twitter at UPX podcast. Give EOS writer, a follow on Twitter at EOS writer, and then go ahead, subscribe to our podcast on whatever you're listening to us on. Uh, we're on a multiple platforms. Go ahead and give us a screenshot of the follows and you'll be entered. We have, we'll do it for one week. So a week uh, on six, let's see here. I still have to upload it. So let, let's give you a week. So on 625, we'll do a random drawing, and that winner will win four Alamo Square properties. It's insane. Like you said, I mean, that's easily 400000 Like that's, I mean, I wouldn't sell an Alamo Square for less than 100000 right now. So, like, that's a big giveaway. Huge giveaway. Can I enter? What's the, is there terms and conditions? Can I, am I entered <laughs> to win? I'll follow you. <laughs> no, you can't enter. Oh, but I think yes. I'm giving away a property actually for the record. Okay. Am I, are you making me give one of mine away? Probably. I am. You, you committed. All right. All right. All right. So cool. that, that's all you got to do. You just have to follow the podcast here at UPX podcast, follow EOS writer, go ahead, subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you're listening to us to and, uh, go hit up YouTube. Um, 
and subscribe to our channel there. Not much is happening there, but we got some stuff in the works for that. So you got anything else to say to everybody, TML? No, no. Hit us up on Discord. Say hi. Let us know if you like the podcast, what you want to see more of. Uh, Hopefully uh, you don't mind listening to us ramble on about uh, our favorite game right now. Uh, And, uh, yeah, thanks for joining. Thanks for spending some time with us. Yeah, I really appreciate everybody listening. Uh, Some upcoming shows. We're going to look to get a couple of guys that are into the crypto, some people that came from the hardcore gaming, and some people that are just a casual fan and have a little conversation about our different strategies, what brought us to the game. Uh, Another one is uh, Thank Me Later myself. We'll talk about our start in Upland and and what really attracted us and some of our strategies and some of our thoughts on where the game's going. Uh, You had a couple other uh, ideas for shows too. Can you think of those? Yeah. So, I mean, definitely we're going to do more strategy, property buying, maybe go into some in-depth about some neighborhoods, uh, start uh, picking down some of the roadmap stuff, uh, talk about uh, different, uh, yeah, different strategies, stuff like that. There's a lot of good content um, coming, so definitely stay tuned. Yes. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to us. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, and uh, we're trying to get these shows out uh, as quick as we can, um, and we'll always post the link in Discord. Everybody go ahead and have a great time. Cheers.